going on, everybody? Welcome to the Fan Up discussion. We're going to be covering everything that you need to know over on Fan Up for today. That is the show we've got going. I'm Eric Lindquist. Excited to be talking through this slate we have before us, a 10-gamer, lots of studs, lots of pieces that we're going to be uh, in flux here on this slate. But the guy who's going to help us wade through the madness, that is Terry McBride at DigitalB21 on the Twitters. How you doing, my friend? Pretty good, bud. It's a uh, long time since I've been uh, on one of these with you and uh, talking fan up here, but uh, yeah, excited to get back into it and pick the best players for these spots. As am I. It's it's a really fun site in terms of uh, you don't have to worry about all of the super value pieces. There's going to be a lot of value on other DFS sites today, but we are very, very concentrated, as you can see on the screen from uh, our good friend over there behind the virtual glass, Tyler Zander, Texas's finest. He's just in a fine mood today. I will say, you know, there's been a couple of angsty situations this week where I'm like, is Tyler okay? He is very okay today. Let me tell you that. Looking forward to this show. Oh, don't do that to me. You're happy. You're happy. We're going to talk through a uh, fan up. Really what you need to know from the get-go is that you get uh, some free points just by signing up using promo code awesome. Plus you'll get $25 in credit added to your account. It's pretty much a, a, a no brainer in that regard. Go sign up. Use that promo code, get started. Here is what we've got in front of us. This is the Friday contest that they're offering for NBA. We have two guard spots. We have two forward spots, a center, and then a flex that gets 1.5x your other players. The scoring, most comparable to DraftKings with one caveat, the triple-double bonus is bonkers. So anybody capable of doing such things, you wanted that 1.5x spot, similar to like a showdown type atmosphere where you get that one and a half time X on, on a number of different sites, specifically, uh, you know, the, the DK scoring that we're kind of talking about comparably here. But before we get started and go position by position, like we always do, Terry, anything stick out to you on this slate for fan up purposes? It's another one where I think the center position, we've had some of these where it's like Jokic and Embiid on the same slate and you get one of those guys at center, you get one of those guys at the util spot or the multiplier spot and it becomes kind of an easy decision and then we're just kind of exclusively trying to decide between some of the guards and the forwards since we can play whoever we want. On this slate, doesn't necessarily break down that way. There's a little bit more of an even look. Like we've got Jokic at the top, we can plug him into the center spot. Then you've got Giannis and LeBron in the forward spots. So you can put them just at the forward position. So finding the multiplier isn't necessarily that obvious, ridiculous standout guy. There's a lot of standout players that we can use there, but I think we can actually create a bit of a rotation, or at least there's a discussion around uh, the the correct way to handle the uh, multiplier spot, which it's been a lot more obvious in the last few cases. It's all right, either this guy in the position and this guy in the multiplier or the other way around. And we were leaving it at that. I think there's a bit more flexibility, a couple different angles this time. Well, I agree. I mean, if you're talking triple doubles and you're talking studs on the top end, we'll get to Jokic last simply because he's at the center spot. I think that it's pretty clear cut that that's a guy that I want to get to a lot. I have a feeling that you'll want to get to him a lot. It just makes sense on any kind of a slate where raw points and triple doubles are rewarded that you play a lot of Jokic there. Uh, Not the Pacers today, but Minnesota, kind of a close second. Carl Anthony Towns confirmed, not super interested in defense all the time. That's coming from a Timberwolves fan, but let's get to it, my friend. The guard position I think it's pretty clear cut that you've got Luca that's kind of separated himself from the rest of the pack. He's projected nearly five points more over on comparable scoring sites uh, over DeJounte Murray. Cade Cunningham's probably vaulted up the board, but Luca Dodge just right off the bat. Is he a can't miss option at the guard spot on fan up today? 
Yeah, I think so. There's just a little bit of a differential between Luca and some of these other options. DeJounte Murray is the closest one. Just looking at the season-long fantasy points per minute, which, you know, the situations change up, but it's a decent barometer for what these guys typically do. Luca's at a 1.48. That's uh, using FanDuel scoring, but, you know, close enough. Uh, and that's third overall on the board behind only Jokic and Giannis, who are on a completely different level at 1.74 or 1.73 per minute. Uh, you look at Luca in that 1.48, the next closest guard is the Jonta Murray at 1.42. So there's a pretty noteworthy gap there in just what they do in the average situation points per minute. I love DeJounte Murray. I think the matchup that they've got is spectacular going up against the 16 seed uh, Portland uh, trailblazers type of team. So there's definitely an argument to be made that DeJounte could go out there and put up a triple double. But if I'm booking, if I can only have one of them, let's put it that way, which on this site, you can have them both. Uh, I would take Luca pretty much every time in this situation, since I yeah. can have them both. Those are my top two guys um, with a pretty strong bullet. It drops off again after that. Um, just looking at some of the, uh, the fantasy points per minute rates if you look down from um, after DeJounta Murray, we've got a lot of big men, a couple forwards. The next highest guard is in like the one twos. So there's right. another big drop off after DeJounta Murray there. So those are my top two guard priorities. Yeah, no doubt about it. I think if you're looking to build a chalky lineup, um, you basically... I'm looking at a lot of like one v one type swaps because I think Luca and Dejounte Murray at the guard spot. We'll get to forward. There's two guys that have really separated themselves uh, there, and then at center, it's the most disparity of any position. So, if we're going to get different here at guard, my friend, which we should be looking at trying to find some pivots off of just Luca and Dejounte Murray, and I'm much more inclined to pivot off Dejounte Murray for what it's worth. Who would be the next guy up for you? So let me filter back to just guards. I was trying to look at the whole slate and it's a little, oh, yeah, it's, because we do have it's, some it's, different positioning. I was going to say, I'm really only looking to, to swap out one guy per lineup that I'm going to be yeah. playing over on fan up today, where I don't really want to get away from both Doncic and Murray ever. I'm going to play both. I'm going to play at least one of them in every lineup, but DeJounte, I'm more likely to switch off of. And I think that there's a, a case to be made for, for getting to, a number of these other guys just below him. I mean, Kate Cunningham, in the absence of Jeremy Grant and now Marvin Bagley, you're going to see a ton of usage and opportunity exist for him against a terrible OKC team. He's vaulted. He's a guy you can get at 12 to 1 at a number of books for Rookie of the Year. And I think that that's just too long of odds with Evan Mobley out until the remainder. We might not even see him in the play-in game, pending how bad this ankle injury is. So I'm looking at Cade Cunningham as a guy that I want to be invested in in DFS purposes, as well as, you know, in the betting markets. I think he really stands out as a guy that is, uh, he's not going to go slept on him. He's the third projected guard on the slate, but I think it's a, a pretty safe consideration to say that if Doncic and Murray don't end up optimal, it's probably Cade Cunningham for me who put up a massive score. Yeah, you have to love that spot. Everything you need to know about Cade Cunningham right now is told by his DraftKings salary at 9000 I didn't Next think we were level. Going to see a 9,000 J. Yeah, Kate Cunningham. Ryan, Ryan actually called that on the Slate Starter podcast like two months ago. Did it? it was the dumbest That's thing impressive. ever. Like, like have 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 a call, Ryan. Have a call. <laughs> yeah, right. Seriously. I got DeJounte Murray at the beginning of the year, but my God, that was a yeah. little bit easier than saying Kate Cunningham. <laughs> uh, I don't know. DeJounte Murray. DeJounte Murray also, I mean, he he dropping out with Derek White, having Pirtle hurt on and off. I mean, you, you hit the nuts in that term, but DeJounte Murray was not even a top 10 guard drafted in preseason rankings. So I kind of like your call more, whereas Cade Cunningham, you were paying the freight for him as a rookie. True. 
true. That, yeah, that makes sense. But I'm not going to. Uh, I'm not going to give myself that. Uh, that bad. I will bad. give you the he credit. Played for a few you. games. I saw what was on the court. It wasn't like I was just pulling <laughs> it out of out of the ether. So not giving myself the credit there. But yeah, I mean, Kate is definitely on the board. I think there's certainly an argument to be made for a Devin Booker, a CJ McCollum, uh, some of these other high-profile type guards. But just situationally, and just based on how things have gone recently, Kate definitely is at least part of that conversation, right? He's not a Luca. He's not a Dejounte. But could you put him on the same tier as Booker, Jalen Brown, uh, Anthony Edwards, Drew Holiday, Fred Van Vliet on this slate? Absolutely. I would consider him right in line with those. The recent production kind of bears it out. Over the last three games, 1.32 fantasy points per minute, up from the 1.06 over the course of the season. Plays 35 minutes a night. Nothing not to like there. And like you said, it's just a really good spot against that just atrocious OKC team. So. Not that the Pistons are exactly fantastic, but it's a really good spot for Cade here. So him in that mix of other guys. And then I would rotate through, like you said, I want one of Luca or DeJounte there. I think it's at least justifiable to rotate Luca through the multiplier spot today. I'm not sure about DeJounte, but it probably is. So you can also have lineups where you've got both of them, plus a Cade, plus a Booker in the other guard spot. So there are ways to combine three guards or three forwards on this slate, I think. Yeah, I, I think... A number of those other guys in this next level. Be on the lookout. This Clippers-Milwaukee game could look a lot different come lock. I would be very surprised. I mean, Paul George hasn't played for a while. It was an elbow issue. Uh, he, he's now played two games since he returned. He's had a 40.2 and 37.1% usage rate. Has played 31 and 32 minutes. Again, it wasn't a lower body injury. It was an elbow issue. So there's an outside chance he does play on this back-to-back. But you just had Milwaukee play a very competitive game that went to overtime in Brooklyn. Uh, You had Chris Milton get ejected. So maybe his only 30 minutes is probably boding well for him playing on this back-to-back, but there's a case to be made for people probably resting here in this spot. So be on the lookout there. Paul George, I think would be an extremely contrarian option to get there, but you know, if he's playing on this back-to-back, I expect him to play 30 plus minutes. And there's always a chance, especially in the absence of other options for the Clippers that he could be viable. Um, Also viable signing up for our awesome MVP program, text MVP to 660-656-4417. Now, why would you do that? Well, because you get the first crack at beta testing new tools and features that we have here at Osmo popping up all the time. Uh, it's a really great offer. So sign up using promo code. Oh, uh, no, not promo code. It's just MVP. 660-656-4417. Uh, my friend there, Tyler Zander, is going to throw that into chat. Oh, no, he pulled it up on the screen because he's on top of it. He's on top of it. What a stud. What a stud. Let's keep it we going. Done has had that phone number spell out. Let me see those picks. <laughs> I see what you did there. That was a promo code joke. It was. That was a promo code <laughs> joke. Uh, not a joke. The forward position here where you've got two studs on the top end. Once again, be on the lookout. LeBron James is going to probably be returning here. He's expected to play now. Um, I guess still questionable. Just be, be watching the news here. Him and Anthony Davis. They're going to try to sneak their way into the playoffs. They need to play in this Pelicans game, fighting for that 10 seed. Uh, San Antonio now moving up on them, uh, you know, going past them. It is it is a must, must win game for the Lakers. So all hands on deck. LeBron might be pretty viable there, but it starts with Giannis. 1.77 DraftKings points per minute player over all situation, uh, situations. Closest comp coming off an overtime game. I have no concerns after 70 plus in those last two. That's just what Giannis does. Is he a can't miss option at forward? I think so. I think he's the guy that you plug into forward. You plug into the multiplier spot in 
35% of the uh, lineups that you build, you plug Jokic in there another 35% and then maybe you save the rest for rotating through some of these options. But yeah, he and Jokic are my two lead guys for the multiplier spot. He's absolutely a lock play in one of the forward spots. I want him in every single lineup I build. Um, he's incomparable at the position. 1.73 fan duel points per minute, 1.78 on DK, like you said. By comparison, LeBron James, one of the best players in the world, 1.43. That's a massive difference. That's a third of a fantasy point per minute. That is huge difference between the two guys. Over the last three, Giannis has been at 1.9 fantasy points per minute over the last three, playing 35 minutes a night. It's just dominance. I mean, there's, there's, I don't have to sell Giannis on it if anybody. <laughs> no, you, you really don't. I want to give an MLB update because we got MLB stuff coming up soon. Yes, Craig Kimbrell on the move to the Dodgers. White Sox wow. get AJ Pollock. Interesting. Straight up. Kimbrel for Pollock. That's uh, a, uh, I didn't see that happening. If your fantasy league has already drafted, uh, jump on your waiver wire and put in a claim for Mr. Kimbrel because he's going to be closing again, I would imagine. Uh, yeah, I, I would imagine he would be. I mean, it's it's just a different situation. No Kenley Jansen there for the yeah. Dodgers for people who are just getting updated. Yeah, uh, I got to say, they also have 48 prospects in the outfield for the Dodgers. They're just the rich get richer in that kind oh, yeah. of terms. Uh, they oh, just need to keep them. bolstering the bullpen. You can never have too many arms coming out of the pen. And uh, Ke- uh, Craig Kimbrell confirmed. That's God. That What a great addition. For I got them. the I mean, wing. I mean, that's just disturbing. Yeah. Why would yeah, the White Sox do that right to people? Uh, AJ Pollock, good pickup for them, I suppose. Put him ne- uh, out in right field next to Robert and have a day. Have a day. Eloy should be healthy. It's a pretty nice little outfield they've got in, in Chicago. It is. And, and they didn't need Kimbrell there. Like he was serving in that setup role. Um, So it's, you know, they didn't, he was expendable to a degree. Um, And yeah, I guess bringing Pollock in is a, is an upgrade. They've got a lot of like Larry Garcia type guys that were filling that outfield substitution role. And Pollock's going to be an upgrade there. Uh, Yeah. Adam Engel, Gavin Sheets were out there. So yeah, that's a, that's an upgrade in right field for them by degrees i think kimbrell's the better of the two players overall but he was also expendable based on that white Sox pen i mean the white Sox are just loaded in the yeah i just an interesting trade all around Um, anytime two of the top contenders make a deal together it's always going to be interesting like that too where it's like all right this fills that need for them that fills this need for them like especially because it's a 1v1 for guys that are pretty viable um I, I like Pollock more. I like Kimbrel more. It's like, it's, it's hard to run into situations like that. So obviously a good trade for both teams. Probably. Uh, I, I don't know why the white yeah. Sox would find him expendable. I feel like there's a red flag there, some kind maybe, but regardless, I'm looking forward to the MLB season. I'm, I'm curious to see what fan up has for offerings for MLB. I'm sure they're going to have plenty coming down the pipeline. So check out yeah. uh, everything there. And uh, Thursday I'll be at the masters, but uh, I will probably try to try to make some lineups and just pray to God that the lineups don't change while I'm out there because you're not allowed to bring your phones at Augusta National. So uh, throwing it out there. Anyway, back to forward. Like LeBron it. James. I'll if be he here. Plays, I'll be on live before lock that day. You will be on live before lock. All right, check out Terry. Terry, if you guys don't know, Terry in baseball. Uh, I mean, you're great at all the sports, but there's there's something about you with baseball, my friend, that you just, oh, just love it. You have that 
you have that it factor when it comes to covering baseball. So I want to just nice, give you props, check him out on the live before lock for that. That's going to be great. Uh, excited to do shows for you for baseball this year. It's going to be great. But, yeah. Um, Jason Tatum, I think becomes the next guy down the line. If, if uh, LeBron James doesn't play, Cade Cunningham is, is going to be somebody that uh, for DFS purposes, you can play at the small forward, but I believe just guard centric over on fan up. Who's the next forward for you though? If it's not going to be, Giannis, LeBron, Jason Tatum. Do you have a case for anybody else? Because I've got one guy, and he's not going to be popular in DFS, but I think that there's an outside chance that Kristaps Porzingis could be my guy that I rely on to get a little different at forward on fan up. Do you agree? Yeah, KP's on my list here. He's uh, he's a couple names down, but you mentioned Jason Tatum there. I think Siakam's a little bit interesting, but he's a 1.14 fantasy point per minute guy for the course of the season. If you look at KP, 1.33 fantasy points per minute for the entire course of the season. Over the last three, he's been at 1.53, so he's been improved since uh, joining Washington overall, uh, when he's on the court at least. 30 minutes a night. Last game put up 53.1 FanDuel points in 29 minutes. KP can absolutely get there for you. It's you know, a lot of times he comes into relevance on the other sites when he's a little bit cheaper, um, fits in multiple positions, and he's cheaper uh, compared to some of the other prominent forwards who can give you this similar kind of performance. On this site, based on just the fantasy points per minute, I do think there's room for him, but we do always keep in mind that, yeah, we are sacrificing a share of uh, LeBron, a share of a Giannis when we are making these pivots. So it's a matter of what you're moving off that lineup. Uh, maybe it's one of the ones where you, you know, put uh, one of uh, Giannis or LeBron into the multiplier. You've got the free forward spot. You use two of the prominent guards and you get there that way. So it's just a bit of a dance. It's a little musical chairs ish moving these guys around. But I definitely think that he's on the board and he's one of the more prominent per minute guys that we've got available. And one of the guys from that list that's going to play a reasonable expectation of around 30 minutes tonight. So I definitely think he's on the board there. A lot of these other guys, you're stretching credulity if you want to try and justify like uh you know, um, just looking who's around him in like the DFS projections, like the next guy on the DFS projections is Poku, right? Poku is a right, fairly right. discounted guy. I'm not expecting 0.95 fantasy points per minute Poku to get there as frequently as Kristaps is going to get there for me, even though he's projected for more minutes. Yeah, I mean, there's a massive increase to that projection when you take Shea off the floor, Giddy <laughs> off the floor. Uh, you probably you had Trey Mann's shut down for the year because tanking. Uh, you're gonna have Teo Maladon as the other guy. He's gonna be north of a 1.1 guy going forward here. I will say, for DFS purposes, I'm gonna play an absolute crazy, crazy amount of him if he's gonna be sub 20% on every site right now. I mean, that yeah. is just bonkers to me. At Part of it is that 6,200. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, the last two well. games, he could not have shot the ball worse or been less involved. Uh, four for 11 from the field, both of those out. But that assist rate is going through the moon, 11 and 8 the last two. I mean, he is the guy who's facilitating playing some pick and roll with Roby, which is one of the weirder things to watch. Two very, very tall men running the pick and roll. Okay, so he doesn't give a crap. Uh, that's really what it comes down to. So I think you could take some deep, deep flyers on him. But if I'm talking straight up points, I like Zinger. Um, Zinger is going to be a guy that I'm probably going to get a little bit different with. If he gets up to that 30, 31 minute threshold, sure, they don't have anything to play for. But uh, I think that he's still a guy that, Against Dallas, uh, I really like Kristaps Porzingis, a quote-unquote revenge spot against his old friend slash not friend, Luka Doncic. So I'm going to throw that out there. One more guy that I want to just put out in there. And I, I got to see... In 83 minutes since the start of the month of March, I was trying to get there. Shea and, uh, and Maladon off the court. Uh, Poku's at a .88 FanDuel points per minute. That's not good. No. That's not good. But uh, what's the sample size on that? 
it's like 83 minutes once, okay. we, once we take uh, Maladon and uh, SGA off. If we put Maladon back. Well, in, Maladon's on the floor for this. Yeah. Oh, Maladon isn't? I thought yeah, he was he's out. in. It's, it's Trey Mann that's going to be out. Oh, my bad. I had the, okay. I had the wrong, had the wrong uh, backup guy. Let me see what that does yeah. to us here. If we put man out, Maladon back in, gets Poku to a 1.05. There we there go. That's go. 129 minute sample. Yeah. 1. I have, I have 1.1 over the course of the last two in terms of with no, uh, with no Trey man. And again, Trey man off going along with Shea, going along with Josh Giddy. Those are the three main pieces of that backcourt going forward. So Pokashevsky there's definitely going to be some increased opportunity for him to just do whatever he wants. So uh, they don't care. They're just tanking. The yeah. tanking is the goal here for OKC. Um, the goal for you guys heading over to fan up, downloading the app using promo code Osmo. When you sign up, you get $25 in your account for the contest and 2000 bonus points, 2000 bonus points, which is valued at $20 over on their site with no deposit required. Get started by clicking the link in the video description below. Check it out. This is fan up. This is definitely a, a great site to play where you don't have to deal with value pieces. You don't have to deal with some of these contrarian pieces. However, I do strongly recommend not just playing DeJounte Murray, Luka Doncic, and then LeBron James and Giannis Antetokounmpo. And then at the center spot, Nikola Jokic. He's probably the guy that I'm valuing the highest out of everybody. You're at a center spot where he's a 1.83 DraftKings points per minute through every situation. He continues to be the only human being with a pulse on his team. And not only that, but he's supremely talented at getting the triple doubles. You get a massive boost on FanUp, even compared to on DraftKings. So I'm really looking at him as a guy that you cannot get away from in the 1.5x spot and in the center spot. Are you on board with me here? I uh, had to pick up my phone and uh, look at it there for a second. I can only assume based on that conclusion that you're talking about Nikola Jokic here though. So I'm going to just run 100% with that. 100% correct. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, I Are I you picking that's... up Kimbrel while we're going? I was looking to make sure that he wasn't uh, he wasn't available <laughs> in the league that's already drafted. I knew you were that, getting there. Yeah, I love you for that. <laughs> right. <laughs> Got to do it, man. Got to do it. So yeah, Jokic is he's an absolute lock spot. Um and we're talking about the season long performance 1.74 FanDuel points per minute like I said leading the league uh yet again he's just dominant. Uh 1.9 FanDuel points per minute over the last 3, 68.1 in 36 point, 36 minutes the last time out. The guy's just dominant. He does everything incredibly well. He's got one of the best assist rates on the board. I think it might be second best on the entire slate tonight, uh, including all the point guards. Now, excuse me, it drops to uh, we get uh, Luca, Chris Paul, and Markel Fultz are ahead of them all in the 40s. And then it's Nikola Jokic as the fourth best point guard on the board. at Tyler didn't like that. Tyler, Tyler's just like, give me the information. Give it. Oh, there. Yeah. Oh, golfing. He's reacting to golf. Okay. You're upset. <laughs> Hideki withdrew. Another sad thing for other people, uh, not me. Continue on. Um, yeah, that was that was the Jokic take. You know, play Nikola Jokic uh, on a site. Seems like a good take, Terry. In every single lineup, <laughs> put him in the put him in the multiplier right. spot. Put him in the center. So here's what we're gonna do. So Tyler, as we're building this flex ball contest out, so we got Doncic, Cunningham, Giannis, Porzingis. Again, Porzingis is my contrarian take. I really like that. Put Jokic in the 1.5x spot because I have a center take. I have a center okay. take. All right. The one guy that will not be clicked on at all. He'll be clicked on by, I believe, zero people. And I got to see, he might be a forward. Put in Alperin Shangun. Please tell me where Shangun is. I believe he's center, but I want to just double check because, again, I, I try not to be on it. Is he available? available? Alperin, he's not available. Shoot. He must be a forward. forward. All right. 
dang it. I was really hoping that we could get him at a center spot here in the event that he ends up playing here, which I, I don't really have any kind of a lean towards. He turned his ankle a couple of games ago. I know that he's the Turkish great that, that uh, Ryan has been salivating to play here constantly. He's, you know, going to be very popular for DFS purposes. If he plays with this leg contusion, I mean, it sounds pretty minor to me, but there's no Christian Wood here for the rest of the season. How to spell out parent Chengu. Oh no. It, it, you know, spelling's hard for Tyler. It's okay. The (laughs) Texas public school district, not ideal. Not a, not a lot of Alperin Shingoons walking around. In Don't the they just country. hand out degrees on the street at Texas A&M? Is that how it goes? And they must. Oh, it's okay. Shingoon. No, you're spelling it right. You're Shingoon question mark. Uh, no, it's just fine. I, I was looking at maybe rostering some of him just because I'm going to project him north of 40 fantasy points in the event that he plays here in this game. So uh, I like wanted to at least give him a shout out. So play him other way, other places, not on fan up here, but Looking at the rest yeah, of the it's center, difficult sp- to work him in as a forward. If he was on that center board, that would be an interesting pivot. But uh, I know I yeah. wanted it so bad for everybody involved. <laughs> but uh, he will play the five. I'm throwing that out there. But I I, I understand why he's there uh, because he was playing alongside Wood for a number of times there towards the end. Yeah. Anybody else outside of Jokic and then Carl Anthony Towns, who was going to project out pretty darn well as well? I really don't have another center I want to play outside of those two. Yeah, I mean, Cat's the next obvious name on the list. 1.34 fantasy points per minute over the course of the season. If you're talking about the other DFS sites, he's exceedingly cheap on the FanDuel slate. He's interesting on DK as well. I think he's in the mix for some shares on FanUp. It's just a matter of how many times you're going to play Jokic in that uh, multiplier spot where you're not going to go to like, you get more power, I think, out of a lineup that puts Giannis there and then rosters like a Tatum and a Siakam, a Tatum and another big forward, uh, a Tatum and a KP, let's say put Giannis in the, in the uh, multiplier spot and then just let Jokic play at the center spot. I think we're taking a, a bit of a sacrifice, a bit of a hit if we go the other way around there. But Cat would be my center to go to in that event uh, where I'm using Jokic in the multiplier. I'll go to Cat there, take those points. He's pretty far above like a Joe Val, who I think would be the next name on my list at 1.23 fantasy points per minute. You do get that idea if you get the big Joval game it's not the most popular player in the league certainly not a guy that a ton of people are going to rush to in a format where they can click whatever mm-hmm. name they want so I think Joval's at least on the board for a handful of shares but it's not like I'm gonna you know go out of my way to avoid Jokic so that I can get to Joval it's uh you know it's just the nature of the beast here yeah exactly I will say maybe I kind of uh I didn't mean to besmirch the good name of Jonas Valanciunas uh his name is Jonas Weezer reference <laughs> sure. for all the friends out there. Uh, Jonas Valanciunas, though, uh, it is a game that matters a ton. He gets LeBron or Anthony Davis or Dwight Howard. I mean, none of them. I mean, you've got two gimpy guys uh, on one end and then the other guy, Dwight Howard, on a back-to-back. Jonas Valanciunas could go nuts here in this spot, so I didn't mean to besmirch him. Plus, 37, 35 minutes the last two. They're playing him some extra run. Uh, Hernan Gomez not even really seeing the floor anymore, so that... That opens up the opportunity for him to play 36 minutes. That would be phenomenal against this Lakers team in a in a game that both teams really, really need to win. Um, so I'm looking at that as a, a pretty fun spot to target. Anything else that you really have to cover here at the center spot? Uh, nobody really leaps off the board. You, know, you get on the other sites, we're going to get 
a handful of these value guys, mm-hmm. um, you know, be it like a, like a Tillman or an Olenek or just some of these guys who are coming up optimal on these other sites that are not going to be in play here. Those are salary driven plays. So it's important to remember what we can do here. And it's, it's speaking obviously for most people who know what they're doing, but somebody visiting the site for the first time might see one of those guys rated highly and think, Oh, I'm going to plug them into my lineup on this site. We're purely looking for raw fantasy scoring. We are looking for the highest median projections that we can kind of plug in. And then you make some pivots around that for guys with similar medians and extreme, you know, extremely high upsides, very high ceilings, high probability of hitting those ceilings, large standard deviations among those star caliber players. But you don't want to dip down to these extreme value type plays when you're playing on fan up. It's just not a, not a part of the game. Yeah, like a, a guy like Luca could put up 50 and still be optimal or 55 and mm-hmm. still be optimal. You still have to get the other guy that's going to put up 60 fantasy points, which is harder to find at a spot like that uh, where Luca is just so clear cut. Same yeah. thing with Jokic. I just don't know how you get away from playing a guy who projects out 15 fantasy points more. Let other people try to figure out uh, how to get different in those two specific spots. Then for me, I'm willing to kind of play some from some one V ones with Murray with LeBron. If he ends up playing here, maybe uh, garners more attention on fan up just because he is a name uh, name guy. He'll have that Q tag next to his name all day. So that's a, a benefit. Plus on fan up, you have to scroll through to find certain names unless somebody knows exactly who they're looking for. It's not tiered the way that it is on other sites in terms of salary. So there's something to be said about some game theory and working down. We've talked about that before. So there's a number of elements to that to get a little bit different, not just play the best plays. Uh, we want to find those pivots to, to try to really get you to the top of the leaderboard, just like on other DFS sites. Well, this was a lot of fun, Terry. I always like hanging out with you. We got some baseball news. We mixed in some golf. We mixed in a little bit of everything. I always enjoy it. Any final words for the people as we get out of here? I'm just going to say to you, in case we don't get to chat again, enjoy the Masters next week, man. I'm jealous of that trip. I got to go to that at some point in my life. But yeah, have fun. It's going to be fun. Little father-son trip. Uh, You got to do it. You got to do it. Um, Tyler, appreciate you. Thank you so much for all your work behind the glass there. Thank you so much to FanUp. Don't forget, promo code AWESOMO gets you $25 free plus 2,000 bonus points. That's basically a $20 value to play over on their site. Go check out their Friday Flex Contest. Looking at some flex ball. Best of luck tonight. He's Terry. I'm Eric. We'll see you guys later.